0: This is Tully Dio and Madman Matt sitting next to me per huge and we are the hosts of the Tully Dio show. I thought I was always a good wingman. I wake up when uh, my eyes open because you know rock and roll stays up late. It's like if you're drinking the big beers then I think there should be a certain level of cheer that you get from that. So like Walt's drinking the big beers, you should feel more cheerful. Unless you're a sad drunk and no one likes that. no one wants that. Los Angeles, we're pumping it out to the people, you know? It's the hot stuff. This is where this place is boiling with, with, you know what I mean? Everybody wants something new in L.A. And it is time for some new rock and roll. It is so time. The Tully Dio Show. Episode 322. It's 422. Episode 322. Buy a lottery ticket. A <laughs> little tutus. That's a lot of twos. That's four twos. Let's get weird with it. That's four twos. And if you add them all up, then that's how people, whenever they believe in like too much weird shit. Are you doing they, Steiner math? Yeah, they just, figure out, they just figure out how to make it turn into the number that they want it turn into to be good luck. Yeah. I'm not saying all of it isn't real. I'm just saying a lot of people force it. No, I get you. you can't force mystical stuff. No, you can't, man. I it's can't. just coming at you with the cosmos. It's already doing. I'm Tully Dio. I'm the Madman. We got a great set list. This set list is like a freaking roller coaster. It's like Space Mountain. Woo, woo. But here's how it goes. So it starts off, you're like, oh, this is a pretty chill show totally you did a pretty chill show and then it hits big jim's wild card and then shit. oh so it amps up way up so just you're drinking your beers you're having fun and you're chilling you're chilling though. you're waiting for some friends to come over whatever i get it sure and then all of a sudden it hits the other half of the show and you're ready to go to the bar oh now you're ready to go to the bar you're fired, you listen to it. you're fired up you're fired up mm, you're fired up you're fired up Started off with Steven Garcia, new to the show. We're going to play a lot from him, though. Great, great musician. Sand and water. And then the Just Imagines. Let's find our way right now the Tully Dio show.
1: I remember your voice, with words, soft spokenly, the fire burns bright, but it burns out so easily, when enemies go out, all you have is just a memory, this is how it goes, blown
2: the people walking in the storm likened to the struggle that were born
1: it's about
0: Just Imagines, Let's Find Our Way. And Stephen Garcia, Sand and Water. It's going to be a great show. It's already happening. It's
3: it's in process. Yeah. D- what?
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm all in. Who do we got next? E.
0: Molina. Oh, these guys. The <sighs> Night We Almost Got Sober. These guys are great. Well. Their music is great. Almost. Check it out. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. But you didn't. And I think that's the... The moral here is why. Why? Cheers. If you're not having a problem with it, why stop? If you're having a problem, you should stop. Yeah. That's my advice. That's pretty good advice. It's pretty broad. You it's know? with anything pretty much. Yeah. You know, don't push it. Adams to Ashes sent us a special acoustic version of their song Heartless. We're going to play that right now.
4: get you back No, I won't get you back
0: No, I won't get you Adams to Ashes with their acoustic version of Heartless and uh, uh, Emelina Yeah! <laughs> with the night we almost got sober. We're up to Big Jim's wildcard. Oh, And it's uh, one of those rap tracks. Oh, one of those. Yes. Big Jim was a big fan of all types of music, much like myself and the Madman Matt. The song is by Noble One B.O.F. The song is No Games featuring Carla. Check it out. Great track. Fits right into the set list. It's smooth, man. It's a sick track. Big Jim's wild card.
5: Speak, loud. Came like all you has heard me before. Confident, I came calm with it. Don't start your s, I'll spark the tin. Then it's back to the cages. I got a plan for the stages. I got a plan, I won't break it. Bricks get broken in stages. My d- press it and flight in Albanians. So I really get with this, it's quite famous. Would have been a millionaire without cases. Probably would have married my ex, but d- changes. I'm trying to figure it out which one came next. You, you are- but I ain't left to figure it out if she came but she left, after I pressed that Probably played hard to get, but I get that If not for a chase, the place will I get back Tell your man to chill, probably get If there's no witnesses, that's a dead fact No one could tell the thoughts of a dead man I ain't getting caught in court, but kind of legend jam So I oil it down for when I get mad I ain't got
6: to play no game
5: I know a lot of around me got bodies. Don't say a word. I know a lot of cause around you been bodied. Go check the scoreboard man. In and out the hood all day, it's rotted. Just so I'm trying to skate in and out there, club. Chain tack now, I ain't got it. Like I ain't got the cell, but it's dotted, No food to exchange, like I forgot it. Won't link in person, that's knowledge. Don't text me either, that's porridge. I did my time, I got brolic. Been hearing them, it's all been hearing them, they're just barsing, Been in the jungle, swinging like Tarzan. I ain't into games, don't start one. Too much to lose, I sent Spartan. That's a done you won't see out dancing. All this hard food and no planting, That okra suit made me harden. This greenery is like garden There's too much of this dough to be fasting 2020 vision, no glasses If the shade's on, then I'm burst If the chicks are going, then I'm glancing And if you talk tough, you get burned I ain't got
6: to play no game
0: Soundman kills black skies, owls and aliens, these voices and another one that's new to the show. Actually Soundman kills is new to the show too. And so is swim the current knowing your destiny right now. Uh we're going to play some sweet tracks for you. Swim the Current, Knowing Your Destiny, Owls and Aliens, These Voices, Sound Man Kills, Black Skies. We're up to the last two tracks of this week's set list for 422. The first one is from a band called Saturate. And this is where it really, it's because it's been getting heavier, as you could tell. Gotcha. Saturate yeah. with Thank You, and then Ventress with Serpent. Yeah. Oh, it's coming in hot. It's coming in real hot, and you're going to dig it. Get ready. Get your shoes on. Get get ready. Get the Uber ready. After this, you're going straight to the bar. Going to have a good time.
3: Going to have a gunfight. Okay, okay, Corral. Okay, Corral. Set it up.
1: Push against my will. You push so hard until it hurts I think you know, I know we need to show i uh-huh.
0: with Serpent and uh, Saturate with Thank You. That's the end of the set list for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week, of course, with another set list. Send your tracks to the Tully Dio show at Gmail, MP3s preferably, and we'll get you on the show. We'll be right back after this commercial break. It's weird, yeah. But we're about to get hats on, right? It's so oh, this it's is weird. the big unveiling. Here it is. The, so, oh,
3: okay. Oh, here it so, is. Okay, it's a cute little box. Oh, cute box. Oh, and they're wrapped. Oh, they got shrink. You can't wrap even see there.
0: them. You can't look at that. It's still oh, a mystery.
3: Look at that. It's still
0: a mystery. Skeeter D. Skeeter D. Skeeter D. All right. Oh 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 oh!
3: Damn. oh. oh, oh. Are you kidding me? I got the Maple Leaf. Look it's... at the Tully Dio show on the dude. Back of it. I got the logo on the back. Get out of here with it. This That's is sick. sick, Jinx. This is fucking awesome, man. Where'd yeah, that... man.
0: Big beers. Oh, All dude. Day. Look backboard. at the white, the white backboard on that fucker. I'm having a problem getting my head straight. Look at that. Look, to show. Ah, dude. Look yeah, man. Brims. Thanks to Brims. Brims, what's up? Damien. Thanks, brother. These hats are sick. Thank you, dude. Now Cheers. I can. Now I don't have to say it all the time when I'm walking down the street. Big beers. I don't have to keep yelling at people. Yeah, now I can check people against the boards. Dude, Just these are great. Walking down the street. Brims. Boarding. Thank you so much for the hats. Big beers and cheers big beers we'll oh, be wrapping these sons of bitches we gotta get you a big beer i know no oh,
3: we're gonna we're gonna be drinking big beers all day all day all day i don't want to do with it yet oh it's black it dude. looks really cool black it is the hair little Talica there <laughs> little I love, it. I love it look at that fucker. The maple leaf that's cool
0: yeah you represented with the maple leaf, yeah,
3: man, dude, look at, that's cool. Yeah. I'm rocking that These shit. Are These, are D, These are only Show So
0: thanks a lot, uh, uh, Brims. Brims, check them out. Go do the. Go to the the Instagram. Go to the and check out Brims uh, official. Yeah, you can actually get this hat. You this can design. get custom. This is all custom. Yeah, I just told them what I wanted big beers with the triple exclamation point so you know I'm serious and you know, loud very loud and serious I just want you to know how loud I am about this Yeah boom custom and the hat is nice it's really nice it's nice feels nice smells good it sm- does and it smells like a haberdashery <laughs> new fit yeah these are nice man good yep. job thank you <clears throat> and then if you- yeah these are golden beauty thanks again we'll be wrapping them to the people Check them out, Brims. Appreciate it. Big beers and cheers. Remember that listening party you went to, Tommy Gunn's listening party? Oh yeah, tons of beer. So Tommy tons was telling me this is uh, this is the best water he's ever had in his rock and roll life. Water? Yeah. What's water? What's it's actually this beverage that goes into beer, I guess. What? Yeah. It helps make beer. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. Okay. What is this water? Well, this water is supposed to be so we're gonna try it. Okay. It's supposed to be the best water out there. All right. All right. In. Let's do it. So this. we're gonna give it a try, and we have to do it. i really excited. Show style in shot glass. Shot glass. Because love that. that's the only way we know how to drink beverages. This is okay. If it ain't All in right. a beer bottle. All right. So we're gonna water. give this a try. Is that am I saying it right? Water. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically one of the components of beer. If it makes it easier. For okay, Jackson. Beer. Okay. So All we're right. gonna give it a try. It's an award-winning water. It's ozonated, Yep. okay, so it's got a balanced pH. Oh, 8.1. Yeah, That's which is good. good for your body. It sure is. Uh, um, so yeah, it was a gold medal winner. So we're about to drink some gold medal water. Oh,
3: okay. All I right, just... Let's do that. first time for everything, right?
0: Wow, I feel great. Is that what's supposed to happen? I feel hydrated. Whoa. It tastes like nothing. I mean, that's better than this. That is the best nothing I've ever tasted. It's like air water. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like usually when you drink water, there's like a little hint of something. Sure. Maybe chlorine. Yeah. Maybe limestone. Well, well I don't know. I've, I've never, I'm, okay. Oh, okay. stuff okay. Like, like that. I'll take your word for right? it. This, it tastes like nothing but the- delicious. Water. And that's what's supposed to happen. It tastes like, it tastes like a, it tastes like if, if I was doing an ice luge on a mountain. It's like, it's oh, like, whoa. it's like melted snow. That's pretty on brand. Let's do it. One more time.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Really, really... My gums feel hydrated. And here's the thing. That here's One more the, time. Here's the gooch on this. Okay. you drink that whole bottle and you won't even be buzzed, you can still drive. What? Yeah. There's no booze in it. It's is that it, good. Is it good for you? Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. Where is it made? How can someone take Oh,
5: it's it's made from nature.
0: Yeah, it's nature made. It's okay. It's from Canada. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jackson Springs. Huh? Yeah. Even they the moose, moose
3: like it. Okay, well. The, the Canadian niece, mooses. If the moose dig it, I dig it. I dig it. 嗯 It's Madman Matt, Matt, Matt. I just want to let everyone know something. Probably already know. YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, Google Podcast, Deezer, Stitcher, and
0: TuneIn. Check us out. It's time once again for Tully Speaks. You speaking, man? And this week, I'm speaking about a product that I was introduced to last week by. Our friend, Dave Craze. Dave Craze, how you doing? Who was uh, told about this by our friend, Jeremiah Whalen. Jeremiah Whalen. Who is a personal trainer and a life coach. That guy. So that's the chain. He's a muscular man. He's a, mu- he's a strong fella. Yeah, dude. He's a tatted up strong fella. He's a bass player, dude. So what the product is, and I'm some of you may be familiar with it. Some of you may not, but I got a pretty bad back. A lot, of, a lot of activity in my life. I got back's a little messed up. A little messed up back. Nobody can afford to go to massages every week or every other week or whatever. It's very expensive. I mean, some people can, but you know, we're not all Frank Sinatra. Yeah, we're not Dean Martin. No, we're not. So what you do is you get yourself a TENS machine. Okay. And that's what this is. What? Yeah. Is that.
3: Hold so it's
0: a it's this little tiny device, and I got this one. The, the brand doesn't matter. I got that on on Amazon, and that doesn't matter. You can get them anywhere if you don't like Amazon. You know, whatever. Okay. Uh, but that's where Dave got his. So I just wanted to get one like his because it's all I knew. Um, I have it on my back right now, and it's my my back is moving like it's like do you can't see it, but are, it's are you that. voluntarily? twitching yeah i'm um, it's this thing it's sending electrical shocks it's so what you, do, you do yeah so what you do is you find a knot or a sore area then you put these electrode pads on either side of it and then the current goes through and it loosens up the knot and it works what the fuck i wouldn't do a Tully speaks on it if it didn't work and See, it does you do a health you, you buy health things from amazon always
3: you know what i mean like or target
0: hit- or wherever i i buy a lot of I like to drink my beers and I like to smoke my Jays. Every musician I know just buys like musical pedals or, or
3: guitar picks. Yes. Yeah, you try to help yourself. Well,
0: because I'm a DJ, so I don't need that gear. If so I just, buy, I just buy back support stuff. Well, you are sitting in a chair. You need some back support. Yes. So you know? as we're talking right now, this thing's doing my back. And you can set however long you want. It's like safe to do for like an hour a day, I think. And it actually has been loosening up a lot of the tension yeah. and um, the muscle problems I'm having in my back. It's actually working.
3: You, okay. So you sit there for a whole hour and it automates it or do you set up a program? You like, can what, actually what pick
0: whatever program. There's like, there's like uh, six major categories to choose from. Yeah. And then individual, there's like three little subcategories. So like right now I'm doing the tens, which is actually for pain. It's like the TENS massage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's sending a lot. It's a lot of electricity right now. So you're feeling it. Yeah. It's fucking. Exactly I might have nice. done it too much yesterday. Is it hurting? No, it doesn't hurt at all. It Does feels it... really weird right off the bat. I got it turned up to about half. I don't think I could turn it up all the way. If I did, I'd be like, let's ever... just see if I turn. Oh, yeah. Okay. Look at
3: it. Well, it's pushing my. You can tell your whole body's moving, bro.
0: Oh, yeah, it is. Can it I, feels good. Can I touch your back? Yeah. Can you feel anything? Doing? Yeah. Is it like vibrating and stuff? Yeah. It's all electricity in my back right now. feels great. I'm telling you guys, if you got back problems, uh, you can also just set it to massage too. But if you have any back problems, you got bad knots, or like just soreness, the tension parts up here, everybody gets that, you know, we're all feeling like this right now. So it shoots, oh gosh, gotcha. yeah, stress. All yeah, it like, it like makes the muscle go tight and then it loosens it up, then so it makes it, it go tight and it loosens it up like, and you feel great afterwards. So you
3: have like an electrode stuck to your back right now. Four. And it's zapping, four
0: of them zapping electricity into yeah. your mus- muscle. Feels great, feels great. You can just sit there and watch it. Te- I've tried it a couple yeah. of different ways. I watched a TV show, that was pretty fun. And then, but the best one was when I just listened to music, and was laying down. Then it oh, wow. really felt like it was doing a lot. Also a little warning though. Yeah. If you're doing stuff for like tennis elbow or <clears throat> uh, anything like that, you can't do anything else. You can't. Like your hand, your stuff will start moving. Oh. So you can't, like, pick up a cup or change the control of the TV. So th- this you have to is shut like it off.
3: What sports medical physicians use, like, say, Scotty Pippen, yes, was in their in 1995.
0: This was like a giant machine. Oh my God. It was probably the size of, of a, like, a. Probably- a hot dog <laughs> machine in New York, an outdoor hot dog. Yeah. Like a with two electrodes coming out of it. $20 million. Machine. Yeah. Because I got to imagine if you got like a calf strain or something, yeah. you know, when you nod up like that, if you just put one of these on either side of it, it just, it literally just like it, it, I don't know. It's pretty cool, man. And like, if you don't have, you know, if you don't have someone to give you a back rub or you can't afford to go to massages, this is the best thing I've found. And See, I have all weird. of them. I have the massage chair I have all that. So I
3: explained that to you. I just gave my wife a two-hour massage. Her back is all fucked up from moving furniture. That's what
0: yep. she does on mm-hmm. set, you know. Mm-hmm. She was fucked up. And I could tell her back was present wrecked. I'm gonna do it. Whatever's next, birthday, anniversary, it's not Christmas. That's true. What's hey, the next holiday?
3: Uh Valentine's Day is three, no nope.
0: fourth of July. Yeah, I guess
3: is you that, give you someone. Present. You can give
0: someone anything at any time, really. It's true, especially if you're married. You know, if yeah. You're married, then yeah. you just pick it you up. But I'm telling it, you, yeah. instead of the two-hour massage, which probably is great too, put this on and do this for an hour, then do the massage because your body will be all loosened up. See, that's a genius. The TENS machine. I don't. This brand, I don't even know what it's called. It's really hard to say. Yeah, because it. it doesn't even matter. Just look them up. There's a million different ones. There's ones that just go right on the spot, and you just hit it. But this is the one i bought it was only 25 dollars, and it's working like a charm and i and musicians you know drummers if you don't have uh your lower backs your lumbar you know that's true my drummer geez, his back is completely standing on stage all night yeah smoke a bowl and put this thing on before you go to your nighty night times
3: you're talking about jeremiah yeah bass player dude those those things are fucking heavy man yep.
0: And now after a hard day of slapping the base, he just puts this bitch on his shoulder. You can do it for uh, carpal tunnel. So you can put it right here and right here. Really? Yeah. I hurt my wrist working out. It's not a big deal. I'm fine. Dude,
3: it's funny. I did too.
0: Did it's you? funny.
3: Yeah. Last week I, I, I was doing.
0: Those shoulder. ones. Yeah. Yeah. The shoulder things. I was doing the the push-up pegboard thing. Oh, yeah. And the peg rolled. It popped out of the things and I rolled right onto my wrist with full full, I'm not not a big guy, but full weight. And I just was like, yeah, that was good times. Right. But it's felt better using this thing. There you go. See? So TENS machine, check them out. We're not endorsing any particular brand or anything. We're just saying great product.
3: Amazon Uh, has a bunch of, Amazon has a bunch. I'm sure,
0: I'm sure target has them. I'm sure Walmart has them. I'm sure everybody has them. So check it out. See if there's a mom and pop's maybe that has them spread your money around. Uh tens machines. I speaks. They did.
3: Last week's speaks was crazy. It was about prohibition and hot dogs. So Mm. sausages.
0: It was. It was. It was about prohibition and sausage. So we
3: had to we had to get healthy again. So
0: yeah, see one of those and one of these. Just because you're having a, a rabbit and bacon. Or no, it was rabbit and rattlesnake hot dog. Yeah, you have this on your back. You're doing a little two for one. <laughs> you're eating them like a greasy hot dog, but you're still having a nice back maintenance time. There you
3: go. we speak. for your health. Don't sue me, John C. Riley. Don't, you bastard! You son. Of a-
7: <laughs> <laughs> that man moment. Clickdioshow dot com to me to
3: Hey! Oh hello, Madman, doing another Madman moment, uh, this goes out to Blind Barrels, whiskey tasting experience, okay, yeah, this goes out to whiskey, <clears throat> this is the song about, the song about whiskey, and the monkey, and the monkey on the hat, you see the monkey on the hat, is it a monkey, it's a monkey I think. Looks like a monkey. Tell us in the comments. No, I'm pretty sure it's a monkey. Stay monkey You need some work, you need some work It's a little workshop, mad musical moment Drink whiskey
0: Good, man. How are you? Thanks for having me on the show. Absolute pleasure. We had so much fun with the whiskey tasting kit.
8: That's awesome. No, I heard that. And, uh, You know, it's, it's fun. It's like you don't got to be an expert, you know, when, when it comes to drinking whiskey. A lot of people think we're like... Well, I don't know my mash bills. And, uh, you know, you get that guy that's like, I'm getting candied marzipan. I'm like, what the fuck is marzipan? So, you know, I, I went from being a, a drinker to a taster when we started this whole thing. And I'm still learning. Uh, I know more about liquor laws, I would say, than I do about actual, like, you know, tasty notes and things like that. But I still have fun. pulling. I'm more of a memory guy, you know, when, like, people are like, oh, I'm getting this smell. And I'm like. This reminds me of the time I got the second base during that Mel Gibson movie. And uh, I like, had that she?
0: experience, but it not with it. Wasn't a Mel Gibson movie. No, but I did. the I actually tasted the one and I was like, this reminds me of Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was a Christmas nice. flavor. I don't know. I don't remember drinking a lot of whiskey at the old parents house, but <laughs> it's, it just cued right in. It made me it reminded me of Christmas chimney smoke. That's what it oh. we got. Notes. Oh, I
8: was like, whoa, you know. No yeah, I mean, It wasn't like, yeah, this is, smells like Santa when he used to wake me up. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't. He had whiskey in his beard. And, <laughs> and this, Dirty so this
0: for the YouTube people that can see this, this is the chart thing that they that you get with all the different flavors. And what makes it a lot of fun is that uh, you don't have to have a lot of knowledge. If you did, it would not be as much fun. But we don't have a lot. And we got to go through here and try to figure out what, what we were drinking. And either way, we were drinking it, and it was delicious. Yeah. So it really didn't matter if we got it right or not. And then when you're done, you go to the website, and you get to click on the reveal of whatever whiskey you're tasting. And that's fun. So it's like triple fun. And you get buzzed.
8: And you get it. Yeah. You get, you know, it's God starts lifting on your cheeks a little yep. bit. You know what I mean? And you get a little bit of flavor. I mean, you guys, I think you each had a box. So did you guys go through the, all the samples together? Just the, each? One. Just the you, one box. You just yeah. shared? Yeah. Because yeah. it's enough to share for sure. Oh, it was. Um, I mean, I'm, sure. I'm a big dude. So, you know what I mean? I could, I can put them away if I need to. Uh, but yeah, the tasting wheels, uh, we, we turn it into a table and it's meant to kind of jog your, your, your thoughts on, Oh, I'm getting that. Or somebody will pick up on something. It's really interesting. You think about the chemistry of it. Someone might say, I'm getting almond. Someone else might say, I'm getting cherry. Yeah. And the reality is they're both linked to the same chemical. It's just people have different memories tied to them. Um, so it's, it's kind of fascinating. It, there's no wrong or right in terms of sure. what you're doing. Um, yeah. More advanced people might be like, well, this is very sweet. So it's corn in the mash bill. So, It's probably a bourbon, right? Uh, Or this is spicy, so it might be a rye, but some ryes are fruity, you know? Mm. Um, Not all malted, um, you know, American single malt, which is barley, um, is smoky, you know? A lot of people think it has to be smoky. Uh, Wheats are usually really mellow. Maybe it's a four grain. Maybe it's a mix, you know? So there's all different versions of it. And everything that you tasted is the best in small American craft whiskey, And, um, you know, it's kind of interesting. I'd say it's the part, you know, as a country, we're we're pretty divisive. Right. And so if you're going to talk about abortion and gun control, it's like, we, we finally all got together and decided to hate Russia together. We're coming together or we all decided to hate gas prices together. And, uh, I think we can all agree that supporting small American small businesses is a part of the Venn diagram that overlaps, right? Absolutely. And so it's this part where you've got these small distillers. Because here's what happens here's how the business model is prohibition never really ended. Okay. So you've got the distributor, you've got the, the distillers, which are the producers. They have to pass through a distributor, and there's only a handful of them out there. And then they land at a retailer, which is what we are. And what happens is these small brands, now, first of all, not every small brand is making amazing whiskey, so we had to kiss a lot of frogs. That's what I
0: was going to ask you about that, yeah.
8: Yeah, some of them are, are, are they're not good at it yet, or they're doing something that's too weird, like they're, you know, they're putting it in a tequila barrel, which sometimes works, or they're finishing it like a gin and throwing hops in at the end, or they're doing <laughs> right, some weird things. Bacon and
0: infusing like it, whatever. Yeah,
8: you're like, wow, this tastes like chlorine, and... Yeah, that's the, <laughs> the new chlorine filtration we tried. Well, and it's, I'm uh, good. Like, All right, well, the Whiskey Renegades are out there doing it again. Uh, <laughs> but of the ones that are doing it, what happens is, so they're in a catalog of a distributor, and if you're not, like, paying off the boots on the ground to get into the shelf space with the relationships that they're distributing to the retailer, you're just lost in the catalog. So you got guys in the lineup. Um, you know, great example was sample D in the lineup corbin cash they're in the middle of nowhere they're farmers that grain their own spirits so they source it across the street now if you're within 50 miles of corbin mass they're about six miles north of merced right in the middle of california and you got to pass through bakersfield and almost die a couple of times uh but <laughs> it was my when, favorite
0: it was my favorite sample by the way just to throw it in there
8: corbin cash um are total rock stars and they're now getting a lot of uh, notice um bourbon pursuit just talked about them fred minute just talked about them like they're actually getting like we were talking nobody else was and now they're actually starting to blow up which is really cool um but you know these guys are making some of the best whiskey in the country and you literally can't try it or buy it uh if you want to and by the way you have expensive taste that is a hundred dollar bottle uh you know and and the question is is, can you even find the bottle anywhere Yeah, Uh, there's only we were the only person other than our fulfillment partner that actually had the bottle of the bourbon mash. And Corby Cash is really cool because they have a backstory. The guy's name, the owner is David Sousa, and it's not spelled the same, but it sounds like the tequila. So he couldn't name it Sousa whiskey because that's weird. So his grandparents were, uh, I think, from Portugal and uh, the same day his whiskey still started producing whiskey his wife's water broke. So the water broke on both of his babies that day. And he named his son Corbin cash, the cash, I believe after Johnny cash, nice. um, the Corbin is maybe after the Corbin bowl that used to be in the Valley. I don't know. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I didn't ask, right. Remember Corbin bowl. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he named the the distillery after his son, which is really cool. Kind of that backstory to that distillery that not a lot of people know. And he was making the whiskey to be a blend And one of the distributors was there saying, what are you doing with this? And he's like, oh, I'm going to blend it. And he's like, this is like really good. You shouldn't blend this. And so they entered it into a couple blind tastings and it got best in show in both of them. Um, So just kind of a really cool story. And and that was all happening while we were talking to them. While I was there, their rickhouse, which is where they store all the barrels, um, the new manager had working for him. She's like, I think you've got a bunch of 10 year whiskey in there. And he's like, No, we don't have any 10 year. We don't so we went over to the Rick House. Sure enough, these barrels that they'd forgotten about, uh, which is like a like a gold mine now. It's like a 10 year of, you know, what you had was the four year, and now they got 10 year. And I told them, I'm like, Since I was here when this you discovered this, you gotta like let me buy a case of it at least. Um, you know, once it becomes available because by the time that they actually bottle that, their brand's gonna be just getting hotter and hotter and
0: hotter. Oh man, they're gonna be yeah. able to charge so much for that probably.
8: Oh, that big time. Year. Oh, well, they, they probably, yeah. I mean, the, the longer time it takes in a barrel, I mean, if you look at what's happened, we're in what's called the second whiskey boom. So, you know, the first one was in the late 1800s, and the whole history of American whiskey is fascinating. But, um, I'll give you the cliff notes version if you want, Hell yeah. uh, but, but basically like, if you look at whiskey in itself, it was really Celtic Irish monks in like the 11th, 12th century. And they went over and they met, um, you know, Persians that were distilling perfume and everybody took this method of what they were doing. So the Irish went back and they made whiskey cause they grew, um, rye. Uh, the Scots went back and they grew barley and they made scotch and the, uh, you know, the, the Italians went back and they made grappa. So they were all doing this back. Now, when our settlers came over, most of them were Irish and we were in the Upper East Coast and where we grew a lot of rye. Uh, bourbon is America's spirit, but the true first America spirit was actually rye because that's what we grew. We had not Manifest Destiny hadn't come out where we traveled west yet. So, the whiskey obviously took hold as we moved west, you know, Kentucky, where they had the limestone rich water. Um, they had American uh, white oak, which is what you have to be barreled in uh, in order for it to be a bourbon. Um, and, you know, a lot of people think bourbon has to be made in Kentucky, and that's not true. It just has to be American, A. It has to be um, barreled in American white oak charred barrels, brand new. Uh, it has to be 51% corn. Uh, and then at the time, you know, in the 1800s, there was the you know, there was a distillery in every single town. So in the late 1800s, there was like 2,500 distilleries across the country. And then we had the Depression, right? And everything went south. And then we had, you know, Prohibition, or we had Prohibition, and the Depression. Then we had World War II. And then the, the distilleries had to make medical supplies, you know, alcohol. for, And they were switched over to, to operate in that capacity and obviously world war 1 was a part of that but then by the time we switched back in the 15 in the 1950s and the cold war started america's um, preferences changed they liked clear spirits you know it's like that you know the don Draper, the madman like clear spirits and having a martini or a gimlet after lunch. And and so whiskey started like dying in popularity huh. in the 70s and the 80s. And really like the wine market was taking hold in the 70s. And really the only one that was buying whiskey was the Japanese. The Japanese loved American Levi's. They loved their American bourbon. Obviously, they loved their Coca-Cola. Um, the Japanese still have like the Pappy Van Winkle, which is, you know, there's two to $7,000 bottles out there. They still get a large allotment of pappy van winkle because they were supporting the distillery back in the day when no one else was so in the mid 90s and the japanese really started you know the the small batch which means the distiller takes the best barrels and makes a batch out of it so booker no um was one of the ones to to first do that um that's a picture of him actually over there um Booker, no. And uh, so if you see the Booker barrel, that's the first small batch uh, blends the first single barrel. So those marketing terms started taking hold in Japan. And then they caught fire here. Now what happened was, there wasn't enough whiskey to go around because just because you want whiskey doesn't mean they have it because it takes time in the barrel right? It's the seasons that are expanding, contracting the actual spirit itself within the barrel that gives it its flavor and its richness. So you can't just make more whiskey, there's time. So we've been in this perpetual cycle the last 25 years, where the supply has fallen short of the demand, and they make more whiskey to meet the demand now. And then five years later, the demand's even greater. So you got bottles of old granddad that used to be $14 that are Three hundred dollars now. Or Omer T Lee was a forty-five dollar bottle. It's three hundred fifty dollars now because uh, there's not a lot of it. Um, so that's kind of where we've arrived at now. And the commercial sourcing industry. So MGP is multi-grain product. They're out of Indiana. Uh, they bought it the Seagram's bottle where they had a bunch of whiskey there, and they've really fulfilled the need. So a lot of times when distilleries run out of product, they source there. So if you ever see distilled in Indiana. Um, and yet you're buying, for instance, Widow Jane, which is out of New York. So Widow Jane, are they're master blenders. They pick barrels out of MGP that have certain profiles and they blend them together. And so there's no shame in being MGP juice. Um, but that's more of like the whiskey nerds. They know really hardcore, like, where was this distilled? Is this a true grain to bottle operation? Is this a farm? Uh, sample B in the lineup was from San Clemente. Um, And they have a farm in Kansas and they source all their grain. They mash, they mill it, they make everything there. It's a true grain to glass operation. Um, Small distillery making amazing handmade products. Another popular one that was in that lineup.
0: That was my Uh second favorite. That was the one I couldn't really decide. I was like D or B, I can't really. And then D, obviously I picked the most expensive one that figures. Of course you did.
8: Yeah, we, we call that drift one a summer sipper. Because yep. it's just so easy to drink, you know, and you can just sit there and you can be like, oh, "I'm just." All of a sudden, you've had eight of them, and you're like, "Are the kids still in the pool?" Like, you know, like, this should be I a good time so. to
7: mow the lawn.
8: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Why don't we just? I'm gonna spur I haven't smoked marijuana in 18 years. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna smoke some right now because I've had enough weed and whiskey. Yeah, you can just make all sorts of decisions. Great idea. When you're day drinking, exactly. There's nothing wrong with mixing drugs uh, no, on a no, Sunday. No. It always Sunday.
0: turns out well. It always turns out
8: well. Yeah, exactly. Something gets done. You just forget your keys somewhere. Oh yeah, you
0: key. know whatever. Who needs them?
8: Yeah, exactly.
0: You're day drinking. Who needs them?
8: Yeah, nobody needs it.
0: What's uh? Tell me about the logo. We're double. We're mega repping the logo. I wear this hat all the time. So thanks again for the hat. For the people who can't see us, I'm wearing their sick logo. Did you come? Who came up with the logo?
8: You know, I'd love to be able to take full credit for the logo. But take
0: partial credit. That's
8: cool. I am going to take partial credit. <laughs> yeah. You know, what What happened was, uh, whenever you're starting anything um, and you have an idea and it's just an idea and you want it to become tangible, the, one of the best ways to do that is to create a logo, and um, and that way, if you're going to do investors or it just feels more real and tangible when you actually have something. And so I went on to. Uh, it was called Ninety Nine Design. I used it for another company, and it's like three hundred bucks, and it's a contest. It's since been bought by Vista Print, um, and it's the source for logos. And I originally the idea was that the the See No Evil Monkey was going to be like blinding his experience with his tail, and he was going to have. Some, liquor and he was going to be smiling and we got some designs in there that were pretty cool, but they looked a little cartoonish. And then all of a sudden the steam mon- steampunk monkey popped in out of nowhere. And uh, at the time we were blind spirits. So we didn't have the barrel yet. Um, this guy did the, you know, the, the, this type of font with, with the, the steampunk monkey. And, and it's this dude out of Brazil. His name's Flavio. He's a self-taught designer. And he had the monkey, as um, uh, it was, he was trying to start a clothing line out of it and it never got off the ground 10 years ago. So when he saw there was a design that was asking for a monkey, he just threw his monkey in there and I adjusted it a little bit, made him smile and not grin and did some adjustments to the hat and whatnot. But the, the badass monkey was, was all Flavia. And then since we, we added the barrel to it, and uh, yeah, we were really happy with just how badass the logo turned out. Oh, it's,
0: it's like perfect. It's perfect uh, brand with lo- like it. It just goes so well together. And uh, because it is called Blind Barrels, and it's a monkey. The first thing you do think is the see no evil, hear no evil.
8: Yeah, or, or uh, it's a barrel full of monkeys, yep, or maybe the yep. monkey, monkey's got glasses on. Maybe he's blind. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, I, there's all sorts of, you know. Uh,
0: but that's great, because that's how much it inspires your mind to go it, to think about it. You actually found a oh, yeah. logo that makes you think for a second, which makes you explore the product even more. It's just a great combo. And it looks bad as fuck. That's the best part about how cool it looks.
8: Thanks, man. Yeah, and you know, what? I, at the end of the day, the one thing that I'd say there, there are, different whiskey subscriptions out there. We're the only blind tasting whiskey subscription out there. Um, but there's no merch. You know what I mean?
7: Yeah.
8: Uh, my buddy was talking about Black Rifle Coffee and how like they bring in like $80 million a year in revenue, but 20 million of that is tied to their merch. Wow. And they make, they make a lot of just really cool shirts in general that aren't even like brand related. And if you look at, you know, there's caskers and mash and grape, there's some other whiskey subscriptions out there. I'm not wearing the fucking mash and grape shirt. It's right. not going to happen. You know what I mean? But I'll, I'll rock this shirt all day. I'll yeah, wear that hat cool. all day. You know, I mean, the hat looks good on you. I had to get a separate hat. I don't have it today because my head is so big. Like
0: I got a small bean. They, I actually went to the grocery store and someone was like, that hat's awesome, man. And I told them about your stuff. It was like, so like it works that well. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm, you know. I'm a handsome guy. People are going to talk yeah. to me at the grocery no, it store, looks- Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, that shit's going to happen, buddy.
8: You know? That's going to that's <laughs> go down. Well, I mean, look, it, like the hat does spark conversation. Could yeah. we have put our name on it and done it that way? We, we, we had that hat. And I just like that the logo stands alone and it, it creates a conversation. It and, does. And let it be natural instead of like we're trying to sell you something all the time. And, and I mean, be, like
0: you said about the other thing, people could end up just buying these hats like crazy too, because they don't, they aren't, they're just that logo. And like you said, that's it. Sell the hats too.
8: Yeah. No. It's, exactly. No. So we, we are people. People are buying the merch that aren't necessarily subscribers. That's true. So you well, guys should can, be uh,
0: subscribers though, because that's the most fun part. Well, I'll tell part you what.
8: I'll I'll uh, I'll put up a, a, a code uh, onto our site for uh, that's the, the Tully T U L L Y. And uh, or deal either one or totally deal. Let's just make it simple. Uh, we'll just call it totally. And uh, and and you get ten percent off of any merchandise on our store.
0: Oh, sure. that is kick so. ass. And you guys, seriously though, you guys want to do this? You want to get some? Oh, you got the glass too. Oh, I forgot oh, yeah. the back. Oh yeah, you got the monkey glasses.
8: on the glass. Look at that.
0: And it really does make a difference because I did I did a little uh, whiskey with and without the glass, and that it's really different. does.
8: So this is called a glencairn and and it's it's a, it's a nosing glass so it's good for aroma yep. if you want to if you want to look at like what the whole process is in terms of like tasting there's the color there's the appearance you know some say that when you're looking at it it's it's the prelude um you know whether you're you're, you're like you're looking at a a woman in lingerie or a or a male in lingerie either either lingerie um, yeah, or, or just uh, or a non-binary lingerie, <laughs> whatever. Lingerie. Uh, let's hit them all, right? Uh, somebody's in lingerie, and yes. you like that person. Um, and it's a prelude. And so sometimes, like, the viscosity and the thinness can tell you a little bit about the alcohol and the proofing of it. Um, you know, because a lot of things don't come out barrel-proof, cast strength. They they proof it down with special water um, that's designed to also add to the flavor of it. And the color can tell you a little bit, like, how long has it been in the glass? So, Like, I'm drinking... Um, this is a three year bourbon out of Mendocino Spirits. And I will say, um, they have one of the most badass labels of all time. Oh, they're, you know, they just have a really cool label. Um, this is a three year, and, and it looks about like a three year. Um, and then there's the second thing, which is the aroma. And what are you getting out of it? Some people go, oh, you go at three o'clock and six o'clock. I just kind of, you know, I just go lightly and then I buried in a little bit. And I don't even like sit there and be like, oh, what am I getting notes of? I kind of just enjoy yeah the, the smelling of it you know yeah. it's, it's interesting like uh, there's a mindfulness component to tasting you know mindfulness is the concept of being present being focused and so it's like well is there whiskey mindfulness oh yeah absolutely you know like yes you could be stressing about what happened or in the past or what's around the corner ruminating or you know thinking thoughts or whatever it is this forces you to be connected to what's in the glass. So whether it's the aroma and then eventually the tasting notes when you're drinking it um, and, and what you're trying to pull out of it, the diversity and maybe guessing the mash bill as you get more advanced. Um, I will say on our site, if somebody wants to take the master class on whiskey, it's free.
7: Oh, you Anybody got it. That
8: wants to, you know uh, my backdrop is as a filmmaker. So we did a lot of cool production stuff to just, uh, you know, be an educational component, even if you're not in our club, and you just want to learn how to taste whiskey um in the process of it and the final thing is the finish you know so the finish is kind of like that burn so you know certain certain whiskeys will have a shorter finish like usually you know you'll uh, uh, a rye because it's spicy will last a little bit longer on the tongue um you know wheat might be a little quicker but that doesn't mean it's bad um sometimes you'll get one that's like really fast it's it's almost like that like fruit striped gum remember when you get fruit striped gum you're like oh and then you go oh and there's like two seconds later It's already like, it already sucks, but like right off the bat, it's like, oh, I'm going to eat, oh. Uh, but then the mouthfeel, you know, sometimes there's this, there's this kind of hug that takes place when you're actually just after you've actually swallowed the whiskey and you're feeling it in your body and there's a warmth that takes place. Absolutely. Um, so all those different components are, are important in the tasting process. And a lot of people like to pair whiskey. Some people do with food. Um, I usually deal with music, so I always like to, you know, uh, you'll see a lot of people on Instagram, uh, they'll put a record up next to their whiskey, and that's my pairing for the night, right? Um, In fact, somebody in Japan just released a whiskey jazz compilation that it's like a club that, and it's really expensive, of course, because I think they send you like a record player every time, I don't know. yeah, cause why not? Yeah. Uh, let's make it a thousand dollars, you know, a quarter and we'll Get just send you a new record player. Uh, we'll just change the color of the record player. So, um, but yeah, pairing of music, I think goes really well. You know, blackened is a great example of, I mean, there's a lot of rock bands right now that are doing, um, collaborations. So, so blackened is the Metallica label and I love it how they kind of pitch it that. You know, that it's aging in a room that's like blasting Metallica. <laughs> so like the sound waves are like somehow influencing the spirit in some way. Um, like they did a, also did a collaboration with Willet that if you can get the blackened Willet bottle, I mean it's fucking that's, amazing. That's what um, I um mean. yeah, really I mean. good. Um Guar did one with Catoctin Creek.
7: No, um, Yeah. If you, awesome. if you
8: look up if you look up Catoctin Creek, it's it's hilarious. Or you can cut it into this. Like they did like a Laverne and Shirley thing where they're all like wired out, you know, and they're like, we're going to do it. And they're at the bottling plant and they're like, watching all the, oh, the bottles so go good. by as they're getting made.
0: What do you uh, listen to Bobby when you're, when you're, when you're drinking your whiskey?
8: I mean, I listen to, I, I, I'll be on, I listen to everything. Um, I think it's weird nowadays because everything's pop now. Yeah. So it's not that I don't listen to, pop because I have kids and of course we don't talk about Bruno and you know there's there's just I'm going to be bombarded with I'm going to be bombarded with pop throughout my daily life regardless yeah. whether it's country yeah, pop or yeah. it's pop pop in my spare time I do listen to a lot of bands from the late 90s the metal bands actually from the late 90s so like um Incubus on their second album is one of my favorite like
0: Amazing. Albums. they're amazing like
8: just uh, just uh, I saw them live way back in the day and it was like when well, they went mainstream with Make yourself I'm like, listen to science. it's just a badass album. Yeah. they are a badass band. I listen to are
0: you in I, I listen to Are you in all the time?" I oh yeah, your joint and listen to Are you in?" Like that track gets in your brain. it's like magic and a little whiskey. What he else grew
8: up, he, he, They grew up in the area, so um, I got to see them kind of before they broke. Oh. so I've always been loyal to them. Um, obviously, raised Against the Machine a System of a Down, I mean, when the Hand oh. album came out, you know, but probably one of my favorite bands um, and albums that I listen to regularly still is Snot. Um, yeah. So, so they only released one album because the, the lead singer, Lynn Strait, um, was killed by him and his dog were killed by a drunk driver on PCH right around Trankus.
2: Yeah. Um,
8: dude, go listen to the Snot album. Absolutely. It's, it's the most, it's still... Relevant, it's still, um, you know, you, you see bands like Kill Switch and Gage that will have a great combination of a screamer and a singer,
9: yeah.
8: And and snot, there's one song I, I can't remember, it's called, um, fuck, it's called like something fall. So I'll, I'll have to look it up, but it's all about this Nick Cage movie from. The '90s, where he's just fucking berserk.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I he's remember like, playing. I played Who said
8: you, band? fucking Sam Peckinpah, and and the whole the whole thing, <laughs> Deadfall. It's like the whole like lyrics are just the craziest shit that Nick Cage said in this movie. Nick that Cage probably loves it. called Deadfall.
0: <laughs> I remember. I actually I remember playing that band on one of my old radio shows because that album oh. was phenomenal.
8: It's just. It's still great. Um, so I, I still, you know, there, you know, when you find a band that never broke and you still have this loyalty to them, you yep. know, and there's, there's that. And then, and then of course they're like, well, I listened to Dave Matthews before everyone else did. It's like, dude, let everyone listen to the band that you liked before they were huge. Like, yeah, you don't, don't really have really, a choice on it. I so snob about it. it. Like, yeah. yeah, I was stoked <laughs> when Rage Against the Machine got popular, you know, but like I saw, um, because the first hit, um, wasn't their their single their first from what i remember i was listening to like i think i was watching like headbangers ball used to play on like midnight on MTV, and i remember we were just up late and we were probably doing things we weren't supposed to do and the the album uh the the freedom came on um you know killing in the name of was like their big radio track yeah but freedom i mean there's just like a black panther like all over the thing and and so that was the first time i heard rage was was freedom And I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, we used to just just... sit
0: there. We used to do the Headbangers Ball in 120 minutes, uh, either when we got home from the bar or pre-bar. I can't remember. That's why we air our show on Friday before the bar.
9: Nice. Because
0: I was always like, I want to have, because that's what we used to do. Me and my buddies would sit around and have our whiskey, have our beer, have our whatever we're having, listening to music, and then we'd go to the fucking bar all fired up.
8: And I was just, I was just blown away. You know, Zach De La Roche, he was this little powerful man that was Holy just, shit. that was just, you know, like screaming, like he was just, he was just bigger than life, you know, within that moment. And then, you know, seeing them come up and then I was like, oh, we're, we get to see Rage. And then all of a sudden it's like, we can't get tickets. Like, <laughs> all of a sudden it was like, it was impossible to get tickets.
0: Oh, and it got huge.
8: He got massive. I got to see him at Coachella the last time they played. My dad like had a place that was right near there, and my buddy used to build a stage. So I used to like sneak into Coachella, and oh, um, I didn't. I never really did this at shows, but I, 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 I bullied my way to the front. I just like did what I call the snowball. Yeah, and you, just- and you don't want to. I'm I'm six four two eighty, so you don't want to. Nobody wants to poke the bear. No, you no, know? no. And the kids were getting younger Coachella, so I just went right up to the front <laughs> and just like. And I I like to think I saved a lot of 12-year-olds' lives that day. I'm sure you did. Because just the crush, you know, that that takes place in those types of shows, that if you're not prepared for it, you know what I mean? If you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah.
0: Everybody's had a scary moment at a rock concert. When you were too young, you didn't know. You know? So you did. You probably did. You zambonied your way straight to the front. I zambonied right
8: right to the front. And I don't mosh anymore because it's like, I mean, my nose, the hardest I've ever been hit in my entire life, my nose turns a little bit to the right. And I was at, I was at like, some, it was like the heaviest show I've ever been into where, like, you know, you don't even know what anyone's saying, where it's just like, oh, yeah. the baseline just like, rump, 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 and nobody's moshing. They're <laughs> just, they're picking up coins and they're just <laughs> flailing and they're just doing like crazy. And it, I, I remember the band was called like Blood In, Blood Out. It's a small show in Ventura. And I'm just like enjoying the music. And this 12-year-old just flails. I don't know why a 12-year-old was at this show. It was the youngest person I've seen at a heaviest show like that. And he hits me so hard in the nose that cartilage starts pouring out of my nose. And uh, it actually led me to quasi become a pacifist. Because if a, <laughs> if a 12-year-old's, not not I mean that I don't mosh because that, but like if a 12-year-old's head randomly can just bust my nose like that, then I could definitely lose in a fight and yeah. go to
0: jail. <laughs> right, right, right. It's a good philosophy <laughs> like, to have.
8: It was so hard. Like I still like I, I should have had plastic surgery, you know. No, the
0: last a sh- story. The
8: last it's rock show and roll, Bobby. You can't stuff. you
0: can't plastic surgery away rock and roll.
8: No, you know, exact, no, exactly Exactly. <laughs> it's like I get to like what happened to your nose? Well, you've been in a mosh pit. So there was a twelve year old. I mean, it depends on how you want to start the story. Yeah,
0: you probably get rid of the twelve year old part and just say you got blasted in the nose. You can make him any big age you want. Yeah, I can make him any age. Yeah.
8: I I did um, I did go to Ozfest one year where if you gave blood, you gotta take it on the lawn. And so, of course, what do we do? We went and gave blood. We went this was like in I don't know, 2010, 2009. Like Slipknot was playing. I mean, everybody was on that ticket, right? And, um, I'm there. I'm on the lawn. Now, who's on the lawn? It's basically a bunch of degenerates. Right, right. Now, now half of the people on the lawn, though, were basically like white supremacists. Um, and I didn't realize that until every security person that's working the show was not white. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, which is, you know, traditional in LA. And there was one black guy and I just remember this. This um, this hardcore dude went up and he just started like white power saluting like this far from the black dude's face and and physically tried to assault the black dude. The black dude popped this fucker in the head like really hard and like almost knocked him out. And all of a sudden, like twenty other white supremacists just started chasing this black guy. And I was just um, I was pissed off because I was just like. Okay, that was fucked up that we just saw this horrible, weird race. I've never seen like a white supremacist like literally attack a, a yeah. minority before. And so there was this pit. Have you ever been to like any of these metal shows, especially big venues? Somehow the lawn people have makeshift like a bonfire. Fire, I, I fire. never yeah. know where they get the pallet or the material mm-hmm. for it. It doesn't make any fucking sense. We'll like there's, yeah. there's always like three or four fires, right? Yeah. And so th- there was a massive fire. In the front, there was this massive pit that was about 10 people deep, you know, going around the center of this fire. And I was just, I was kind of raging out. I'm like, I don't want to like get in a fight with some random white supremacist. So I could legally hit somebody in the pit though. We're not legally, I mean, technically it's all illegal, but without maybe getting some reaction to it. So instead of going in, because there's different pits, this was a circular pit, right? And people were kind of moving within that circle and everyone's doing pit etiquette. I went and I stood against the grain, and I took a step. Now, keep in mind, I played football at USC, so I'm a big dude. I'm like maybe three or four months out of playing football. I'm still pretty explosive. <laughs> and I took a step, and I'm, I'm telling you, I flat back the first dude I saw, and the first thing to hit the ground with the back of his neck. I took another step. Boom. I did it six times until I knocked six bodies onto the floor to where the pit piled up this pile of bodies and the flow it was almost like a freeway when there's an accident, and it's empty for a while. Like, right. Like there's an accident <laughs> behind you after you get on the on-ramp, you know, there's like, where's everybody at the world end? Um, And I, I thought I was going to have a heart attack because I spent so much energy in those like six seconds. And I turned to my cousin, I said, that's the last time I've ever get into pit. I'm going out on top.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you had to go out with the bat. You did it. I mean, like, that's a lot for one night.
8: My buddy is more massive than me. We were at the Vans Warped Tour, and he just turned around, and somebody checked, body checked somebody, and he turns around and takes a head right to the face, and he had to have emergency dental surgery on. He knocked seven of his teeth out, you know? I mean, just a massive, and he's bigger and scarier than me. Like, he's a nightmare of a dude. And if that dude can get blown up in a randomly at that, like. (laughs) Once you see that enough, you kinda go, Okay, I think I've paid my pit dues. I don't yeah. need to blow out an ACL. You I think know? I'm
0: gonna I think I'm gonna enjoy a nice ten year aged whiskey instead. Yeah.
8: Oh, is that candied marzipan? Yeah, Dang exactly.
0: Marzipan. <laughs> Let's just the- make a whiskey called Ten Years. Is that a ma- hint of marzipan?
8: <laughs> yeah, instead of like Ten Years Gone by Zeppelin, it's Ten Years Marzipan.
0: Man, there's <laughs> so much marzipan in that fucking whiskey. How much was it? It's basically all marzipan. marzipan. In the barrel <laughs> are marzipans. Those it's little 51% fuckers. 51
8: percent wheat, 49 percent marzipan. <laughs> it's all but- sugar. So we call it a weeded Pet. Oh, it's yeah.
0: going to be, deli- that's what we're working on. It We're in the process. Yeah. Bobby, it was a pleasure. We're going to have you on again because we got to talk more.
8: Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love to come back, man. It's, oh, it's
0: yeah. Tell the, so tell, give the people some information on where they can, um, well, where they can do the, the, whole, um, the whole Blind Barrels experience.
8: So, so go to blindbarrels.com. Um, It'd be a son of a bitch if we had to get blind dash barrels, but luckily we got blindbarrels.com. So go to blindbarrels.com, check us out. You know, the cool thing about this is the subscriptions, they go, the the lineup never happens again. So when you get this box and you get this badass box, this lineup will never happen again. Um, So we don't repeat anything. And so if you got a friend or family or coworker or whatever, they're in another state. They're going to get the same box you do at the exact same time. So these next boxes go out right in time for Father's Day. So, right in the middle of June. So, if you want to have some whiskey, you know, with your dad or your son or whatever it is. And have a little time Or Mother's Day is coming up. Um, sure. we, we do have one off boxes if you don't want to do the subscription and you want to, you know, 30 percent of bourbon drinkers are women. Uh, so it's not just for guys. Uh, but every quarter we'll send you this. And, um, you know, the shipping, shipping alcohol is expensive. I know it's because I just got the bill for all the shipping. I was like, Jesus. Um, so we've we've somehow worked that into the model. Um, you know, so the, the shipping is actually free when you're a subscriber. Um, and, and at the end of the day, this is, you know, we're an American small business supporting American small businesses and, you know, what's more American than that? Absolutely. Uh, And it's such a
0: great product, man. It really is. If you, if you try it, you will have a good time. You'll have a good time. It's an experience plan on doing it and hanging out and laughing. And, and then you, and then you, you learn stuff. It's just an absolute good time from the, from the time you open it till the time you're buzzed after drinking it. It's a yes. good time.
8: And if you love it, if you find a brand that you like and you want to buy a bottle, you can buy that through us. And, and we created the pricing so that we basically don't make money on bottles. Um, we have fulfillment partners. And, you know, when it comes to shipping, because we create shipping discounts. So basically you end up supporting the distillery and you get access to this great spirit that I dare you to go try to find any of these samples at Bevmo or Total Wine. I dare you to try to be able to order any of these things. It's nearly impossible. And it's so, not as
0: cool. This is the this exactly. is the coolest. It you really want to have is. the
8: thing that hey, you want to go get you want to go get Bullet or Maker's Mark or Jack Daniels. There's plenty of places for that. Yeah. that's not going to be in our nothing wrong with those brands, but no. that's not going to be in our lineup. You know, no, no, so no. this it, is very of, unique. These, these this is like supporting Rage before they were Rage. You that's know what right. I mean? That's this right, like,
0: man. That's
8: like, the quote. You know what I mean? Well, I appreciate you guys. Happy to come on the next time. Love your show and and uh, rock on.
7: We'll talk more. Later, Bobby. Later.
8: Later.
0: For the end of the show, not totally though, because first we got the top 10. The top 10 is, uh, is compiled.
3: Yeah, that's a good word. All to right. Say it.
0: By your votes at the You vote on these tracks and then uh, vote now. move them around. Vote now. New to the, to the from last week's set list, new to the top 10 is Carly Jewell with Trouble We Are. That's number ten. Oh, okay. So here we go. Here we number go. Number nine, top Number nine is Tumagun, Tumagun. with Evelyn. Number eight is Voodoo Shakedown. Play with Fire. Number seven, Psycho Positive Gummy Bear. Number six, Owls and Aliens with Tsunami. Number five, The Blackout Orchestra. Just Blackout Orchestra. I just said the because I felt like saying. It's all that. right.
3: You can you can fuck up sometimes.
0: With tongues. Four is post profit smother. Three, riot after midnight, yours all night. Two, pin finger with boot liquor. And number one for a second week is Berserk with Mike Check. One, two. So vote. Yeah, you gotta vote. Go to toydealshow.com and vote. You see this little ticker down here? Tick, tick. tick. Vote now. Vote. That's the, the end of the show.com. That's the end of the show. That's it already? Yeah, people get to listen to that and enjoy well, it. And then, you know, they're at the they're getting ready to go to the bar. They don't need to hear from us that anymore. It real quick. This is all they need to hear. All they need to hear is they just need to hear. And also, try whiskey. Try the whiskey. Try the blind barrels. The blind barrels. Yeah. Delicious. Great interview. Try the blind barrels. Yeah. Good times. Uh, you know, friends of ours, supporters of the show. Uh, Bobby's a great dude. Um, big beers and cheers is, I guess, all we need to say. It's the end of the show. It's on your hat. You guys have a great weekend, uh, and have some big beers, and then you know, cheers with those big beers. Until next time, I'm Telly Dio, Madman Matt. So I just talked into the the cup. You see that? Hello. I think the beer appreciated it. It's like positive energy and like positive energy crystals in water.
3: That's what yeah. you just did
0: into the beer. Everyone talked to their beer this weekend. Let's see if it makes us happier. Let's see. Big beers and cheers. <laughs> It's me, Tully Dio. And I'd like to thank the people that make the Tully Dio show possible. First of all, me, Tully Dio. It's my show. Second of all, my partner in crime, Madman Matt. We got our executive producer, Amy Goldberg, and our associate producer, James Chabelle. The Tully Dio Show. Two weeks? Yeah, it's Did been we... like fucking a week. We missed one week. This is, that would have sucked though. I think we missed two weeks, really. No, we didn't. It's just been one week. It's been one week. I, I feel just, like been like I seen a long time in, because like we years? really like to fucking do the show. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the future. It's the future. It's the
1: future.